Welcome to What Are You Playing, where we tell you the titles we're working through. Be they old or be they new, listen, learn, and ask a question or two. I am Yoko, and I am stabbling. I'm stabbling. He's stabbling. He's stabbling over his And stabbing Abstergo in the neck. Oh, well that's nice. I'm super, and I am not stabbing people in the neck. I'm more suplexing them and unbreaking their necks. That rhymed. Dude, I can't have five of you because we're not at Yomacon anymore. Yeah. I'm Tony and we're not at Yomacon anymore. I'm, I'm Tony and I got two jobs now. <laughs> Whoa, yes you do. How is the Best Buy job? It's pretty cake so far. I haven't started like learning register or anything yet though, so then it'll get a little crazy. Mm-mm. I was under the impression that I could get fired very easily and that I would have to learn where everything in the store is, but that seems to not be the case. Mm. Seems like the only way to get fired is to steal something. Are you seasonal help right now? Yeah, but it made it seem like I'm probably going to stick around. So I'm a functioning oh, adult now. Yay! I'm very happy. I'm, very happy. And I'm getting <laughs> my. I'm getting emails about possible contract offers and benefits and all that stuff for my job. Dude, that's turning great. into more of a yes. full time thing and not an extended internship. So yay! If anyone deserves yes. it, it's you. Mm-hmm. Aw, that's that's really sweet of you. Yeah. Anyway, right. we are part of the Show Me Your News Network, and this is episode 11 on Friday, November 9th, 2012. I almost read that as 13. That It's been a Shit, long time. we made piece. it. Well, the world didn't end, guys. <laughs> Crap, we missed Yomacon 2013. We're on a con hangover, and it's pretty off. I had a you know, podcast yesterday down the sidelines with Joel, and we're just like, uh, did you pick any stories? No, this week's stories sucked. Let's do this instead. We're hungover. He asked me to come over for. He asked me, he's like, Tony, if you ever wanted to be on for wrestling, when's a big week for wrestling? I'm like, dude, there's six hours every week. There's not like a slow fucking week for wrestling. It's all the weeks. (laughs) It's fucking stupid. I'm like, you don't want to, like, people just tune me out on this show when I talk wrestling. You don't want me on that show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Well, we're back here with What Are You Playing? Uh, we, for Show Me Your News, I'm still waiting on our recording of our panel, which technically is a hu- episode 122. We're back with 123 next week with some big guests. You won't want to miss that, that's for sure. And it's also Wii U next week, and that's crazy. But now we have What Are You Playing? where we talk about the games we've been playing recently. Give a little mini review super you are up first so what are you playing i am because in so far the buzzsaw is becoming more myth than man i'm deleting them from the outlet <laughs> anyone who it's, doesn't know who in-laws will do that this. having in-laws will do that yeah. yeah anyone who doesn't know we're not streaming this with yoko's uh usual facetime it's just like my screen so I could just load up whatever I wanted. Because I'm an ugly it. asshole. I get it. I get it. No, no. no. It's, it's definitely just, weird. It, my background. It's Tony's hero, so uh, he's trying his best. My background's Luna. Isn't she cute? No. <laughs> okay, what? I don't know. Halos. Halo. No, first, first I gotta, I gotta talk about the other, the other game. He- Hello Kitty Adventure. Yes. No. Uh, Grayscale Rainbowy Project M. What? If you were at Yomacon, you might understand. Oh, that. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, Tony what is what is, is, is Grayscale Rainbowy Project? 
If you were in Yomagan, you would understand. Man, that was something else. Explain to the audience. That wasn't, so we didn't have... <laughs> so we didn't really have component cable hookup or composite cable hookups for use on the TV in Yomacon, so we improvised by putting just a single compo- uh, component cable into a composite box. Um, that had interesting results. Well, it's because Mainly... the hotel was stupid and didn't de- didn't allow a component plug-in on the TV that it had. You just couldn't switch the inputs. That was stupid. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't remember the reason why they do that outside of I'm um, blocking, I guess. But uh, I don't see how it would go to that extreme. I don't know. Either way, it's what happened. So we had to play. We they just they I guess decided on just one <coughs> one of the uh, component cables into the composite uh, slot. Later on, I'm pretty sure they switched it out with another one that wasn't rainbowy. Mm-hmm. So it was basically grayscale, except for in random diagonal patterns across the screen, we'd get these rainbow of colors that were jagged. And... It was mostly red and blue, uh, because yeah. they were plugging in the green part of the component cable, and so the reds and blues were not filled in all the way. Um, but yeah, wow, that was that was difficult to look at. Yeah. Later on, they just put in the one that like I think was just the brightness, and that one looked a lot better. Everything was just normal grayscale without color fluctuations. Mm-hmm. That that was nice. That, that would have been a good thing to do instead of the crazy rainbow patterns. Mm-hmm. No, but I actually played Halo 4. Yay. See how I segued that? See how beautiful no, that was, segued? It was, it was rough, but okay, we'll, we'll go with it. Sarcasm is four into these two. Moving on. Halo 4. I liked it. I did not... But you finished it? The... I finished it. Damn. I finished it a couple days ago. Um, Wednesday? Wednesday. Um, well, you know, I got it Monday midnight release. Played it for four hours. Played it Tuesday. Finished it Wednesday. Yes. This was definitely the best of the series. Hands down, best of the series. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous reviews. Yeah, um, on both sides of the equations, to be completely honest. User reviews are hilarious, by the way. Mm-hmm. If you go on to user reviews, you will find one of two things. 100% or 0%. Yeah, That's it. That's the, it. The 0% is going to be the Call of Duty fanboys. No, 0% is going to be the Halo fanboys saying it plays too much like Call of Duty. It does? It does. Control wise, I heard when you go online, it does switch to kind of Call of Duty-like. Yeah. I wouldn't say it switches, but it it definitely has a more Call of Duty feel. And, like, one person I saw who gave the the game a 5 out of 100, um, Mm. he actually had a good point. Even though he, you know, by putting a 5 out of 100, he pretty much invalidates everything he says. He did kind of make one thing up that had a point. It wasn't worth 95 points off the entire game, but it was a point. Halo has always been the sports kind of game for the FPS shooter. Everyone was fair. Everyone started off fair. The guns were always in the same place. You were just put in the game and you played. 
Your guns were your balls, basically. Not those balls. Um, <laughs> well, you can have a gun and balls. Yes. Plasma balls. Mm-hmm. Hot exploding Damn. balls. Are you, are you happy now? Are you happy that I had to say that? I just want you to get back to talking about Yeah, I don't even know what Halo. with any of this. Okay, but uh, Call of Duty... There were so many different perks and stuff like you could throw on your character. Everyone was different going in. And, you know, the people who were at level, whatever, 70, then Prestige and all that, they had all the cool stuff, and they were really powerful on the battlefield and all this. And it really wasn't very, well, it wasn't very sporting. You had someone walking in who, they could be skilled, but they're just walking in on a friend's account real quick just to play a little bit. And they have the weakest gun. Guns, uh, a sniper rifle without a laser sight, stuff like all this other crap. Mm-hmm. And a player who's mediocre but has all these buffs, all these ultra perks, can you know just basically hide out all day, camp or anything else. And the new Halo, it has the pretty much the perk system. It's no longer sports. I I have no idea where I'm going half the time. <laughs> Um, simply because I often used weapon drop areas. Like, okay, that's where the DMR is. That's where the sniper rifle is. I can pick up grenades over here. Though That's still kind of there, but with the loadouts now, there are so few weapons on the battlefield. And that's kind of a problem for me. And, but another thing that I, that I don't have that much of a problem with, though, is... Holy crap, this game is beautiful. There it really are is. some. It is the prettiest game I have ever seen, and I'm bought on SDTV. But it is the prettiest game I have ever seen. Seriously, some of the multiplayer maps are just wow. There's one in particular, I can't remember its name right off the top of my head, but I just went. I tried to go for a walk in it, but it was during a game. So, like, every time I, I got, like, 30 steps if that, at max, I was always getting shot at. And I never actually got to know the layout of the map. Um, that's another Nick's, thing. Nick's questioning your laser sight comment. says, did you just say sniper rifle without a laser sight? When does sniper rifles have laser sights, not like varial scopes, etc.? I don't know. I'm just saying what I've seen in some videos that I saw. Uh, some people use a lot of sniper rifles with laser sights, and... Um, like a couple of them are like laser sights and only the player can see. Mm-hmm. It just helps them fire. It doesn't actually show up on anyone else's console. I wonder I if those idiot guards in Metal Gear can see the laser sights because I'll point it right in front of their eyes and they're <laughs> just like, "What's that?" Without <laughs> even questioning, they just then they're dead. Anyway, <laughs> oh, when, when, when did we install the uh, rave lights around here? <laughs> Well, I mean, personally, I don't really care about the multiplayer. Yeah, this is something we've we've talked about on past podcasts with we're getting old, just don't have time for the same game over and over and over and over again like multiplayer generally devolves to, except for Smash, because Smash is just fantastic. But what what if the campaign, that people are generally saying that it's more emotional, that it's really good, Um, what did you think of it? I'm a little bit torn with the campaign mm-hmm. it's a really good campaign it really is there's some great locales and it <clears throat> generally actually comes goes across as a pretty logical 
some logical steps. There's some points where you're like, okay, enemy A could probably have killed uh, you or you could have killed enemy pretty easily at this point. But for the sake of plot and cutscene, we're just going to have them pretty much at a standstill and then leave on their own separate paths and that kind of thing. And But my main problem with the new campaign is that they want to start a new trilogy with Halo 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having played the original trilogy, I cannot see how Halo 4 could be its own standalone game as far as campaign is concerned. There's too much connecting it from to Halo 3 in a sense. Um, too much backstory. And I can't look at this with fresh eyes, obviously. Yeah, clearly. I've heard some people say, though, it is... Easier to jump into than you would think, though. Was that not true? Or is it just something that just helps? I mean, to be able to jump into it, you have to take a lot of things at face value because they throw a lot of exposition in there that would make a lot more sense with the other games behind you. Like, right off the bat, you have a discussion between Dr. Catherine Halsey, who you don't even see until Halo Reach, um, I played and... through Halo Reach and I don't even remember Catherine Halsey. Like that's how much like the Halo canon does not stick with me for whatever. I don't reason. get it because yeah, I played three and I can't tell you one damn thing that happened besides all that crazy awesome Warthog stuff at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I've read the uh, books and stuff like that, so all this stuff sticks with me very well in my memory. So although I saw Definitely. an. I saw an image, and it might have been like on Games Radar or something like that. I found it on Kotaku. That was apparently a story breakdown for Halo that I think I'm going to give a read later. It's an infographic. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to check that out later before good. I start Halo 4. Because yeah, I know Sword Hunter got it, and I think he's been enjoying it so far. Uh, quick thing for Dr. Hat, Catherine Halsey. She was the head of the Spartan 2 program. So she's basically responsible for the kidnapping of a bunch of children... And turning them into the super soldiers we know today as the Spartans. Well, I, I kind of um, got that far, or I got that much from, you know, the, again, the exposition. Because I saw, like, the first 10, 15 minutes of uh, the campaign started and all okay. that. That makes sense. But, again, like, I don't remember her role in Reach, like, at all. Her role in Reach was actually bigger than you, you give it credit for. Um, she's still a scientist. She's always been a scientist. Um... Gosh, I'm getting off track. Halo 4. Uh, the campaign was fairly amazing. Uh, there was just this point where I'm just kind of like, I'm looking at it and going, where's my attack on X kind of mission? Um, Halo 3 fans will remember this as like the seventh mission. You attack the three spires, and then eventually you get to... Uh, the main kind of like citadel area. I think the mission was called the citadel, if I can recall correctly. I haven't played it in years. And did you jump uh, in the uh, mass relays? Uh, Yo, uh, uh-huh. a cross franchise joke. Yes, but it's the <laughs> mission where you fight the two scarabs. Okay, yeah. And yeah, so I think I know what they were trying to do for that. Um, you were on a space station trying to keep the. This is hardly a spoiler because you have no idea what it's called called until it's right there for you. Um, you're trying to defend something called the composer. And 
And if he dies, the music just stops. Yeah, it's pretty much. I, had a, I was, that was thinking a funny the same thing. When, well, I had a funny moment where I was trying to get to the composer, and the music stopped at one point, just dead stop. It was a mild glitch, so I'm just like, so did I make it? <laughs> oh, they got him. <laughs> I didn't do it. Crap. Restart mission. No, um, you're trying to get to the composer, and you finally do get to the composer, and there's a, it's just this big kind of like you get you hop in one of the new machines called the uh, the Mantis, which is an awesome machine. Although it puts me way too much in the mind of the loaders in Borderlands Two. Damn it! But you hop in one of those. Play that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hop in one of those and you just kill everything: banshees, wraiths, elites, grunts, anything they throw at you, you kill at them. And that's that's a pretty long segment, like a ten minute, fifteen minute firefight that you just have to keep. You just they just keep throwing stuff at you, so you never get a chance to really breathe until you get to the point where it needs to load the next section, so you walk over the hill. So while you're walking over the hill, your shields recharge because you're fighting so hard to keep yourself from exploding the entire time. But uh, I felt like that was their attempt to make the Citadel kind of level from Halo 3. In the new Halo 4, it just fell a little flat. Mm-hmm. I, you were way too much on the defense the entire time. Like, even when you were on the attack, you were on the defense. Mm-hmm. And I, I I didn't like that. I felt like, as a super soldier, you should be leading more squads instead of, you know, walking into a situation and then defending yourself. Right. Okay, so some gameplay gripes. Uh, narratively, how was it? Narratively, it was very good. I can imagine one segment at the actually the final cutscene of the game. Some people were going to probably cry foul, to which I only say... It's a hard light projection. That's all I'm gonna say. When you get to that point, and you kind of think, "Well, how did that work?" Just think hard light projection. Outside of that, the narrative was very strong. There's there's points in it that I want to mention, but those are spoilers, mm-hmm. so I'll leave it from now. But uh, I've heard that the there's didactic, a secret legendary ending. I haven't made it that far. Like so. I beat it in heroic, so. But check that out when you can. It's kind of cool because I remember watching that legendary Halo 3 ending. It's like, oh, man. And now it's finally actually happened now. Yeah. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. The didact as a villain um, is kind of cool. I would like. I really liked that they showed his face right off the bat. So you could see him. It's like, okay, so this is this is a X. I don't know if I'm... <laughs> if they, uh, if that... The Flood Runners or whatever they're called. Flood Runners. Uh, Forerunners. Forerunners, yes. Flood, Flood was. If a, you're uh, not wanting to spoil that, they like said it in the commercial. So uh, okay. Yeah, the FedEx, he's a forerunner. Um, you see him right off the bat when they first see him, which was great considering like when I, when I, going into this game, I was kind of blind. So it's like when this ancient evil wig, and so I'm just like the glowing ball thing. That's the ancient. Ooh, what an evil. ancient That's evil! Have you gone up a blackout ball. on this one? I, I kind of blacked out on this one. I knew something going into it, but. We watched um, the E3 trailer together, and we were laughing at when he woke up. And yeah. you, you were like, I'm up, I'm up, like, when he was getting up. I remember that, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, um, the actual getting up in the game was a lot more relaxed, to be oh. <laughs> Yeah. After it zoomed out of the Metroid Prime opening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all in all, it was a very, very solid game. Very Enjoyed it a lot. Um, a lot of the themes I was surprised to see. There was, and the ending is where you're really going to be the most surprised because then you realize 
there are two more games to this. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the main thing they're really trying to do is, they said this a lot, it's just like, um, try to show more of the man of the Master Chief rather than the machine. And that's a big theme in, throughout the game. Because, I mean, they really make you kind of look at the screen and go, no, you're supposed to say something. Chief, you're supposed to... A person would say something, and then you realize it's like, okay, I can see where they're coming from. Chief really felt like more of a more of a machine in Halo 1, 2, and 3 than a person. Mm-hmm. And you start to see the change in the character itself. Chief is becoming his own character rather than a player avatar, and I'm thinking that's a really smart move. because I'm you know, so long, yeah, it is a good thing to yeah. do. And so, so it, it's just like, Chief is the same guy who's always been in the games. So having him be, you know, he's not a silent protagonist by any means, but he's certainly not a vocal one. Yeah, and let me tell you, the first, like, they give you, they start you off right off the bat in the game, and you're running through the corridors, and Cortana says something, and then the Chief says something, and I had to stop and go, whoa! When does Chief say anything in-game? Seriously, yeah, yeah, I I thought the same thing, too. (laughs) It literally was a big stopping moment for me, I'm just like, whoa! That's new! Yeah, so generally pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's it's very good. I'm probably nitpicking it um, a bit more because I love the series. Yeah, and I have the entire series under my belt, and you know I've read a lot of the extended history. So getting to this point, you know, I'm just looking at it and going, well, yeah, well, yeah. It's just there's so much more to say. It. I've been, the reason I've been stopping so much, and really not saying a whole lot is simply because. There's not so much you can say about it after you beat the game, mm-hmm. because you don't want to spoil it for everyone else. Yeah, because, yeah. sir, finishing the fight. Yeah, there's not. There's actually none of that. It it actually comes to a very very close. It it wow. closes. Wow. Well, so I think I think you know nitpicking series we really enjoy is probably gonna be a theme of this episode. Just saying. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just really self, it's a very self-contained game, much like Halo 1 was in a sense. Halo 1 happened, it contained itself in its own story, and then Halo 2 and 3 expanded upon the universe that, that pretty much set down. I believe this is what's going to happen in the next trilogy. I hope that they won't go for the huge cliffhanger ending, um, like they did in Halo 2 and pissed everyone off. Mm-hmm. Um... Something I was surprised that they didn't do, as far as I, as far as my memory goes, is that they didn't go for any any sort of boss fight. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I thought there was going to be a boss fight in the end, it got delegated to a cutscene, and I thought to myself, "Yeah, that's probably for the best." Yeah. That's mild spoilers, but to be completely honest, everyone, at that point, you'd be really nitpicking the game if it devolved into a boss fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Whether or not boss fights are was a good or bad decision, not really sure. I didn't. The fact that they weren't there didn't annoy me at all. So I'm gonna go ahead and say not a big deal. But I liked the boss fights for the most part in Halo 2. That's the one with the boss fights with the uh, heretic leader and Tartarus. And uh, do they the climb towers of- against Tartarus? <laughs> Persona joke. Anyway. <laughs> I, I just went silent. I'm just like, ah, you don't know. 
So so naive, so naive. So are we gonna are we gonna duel ours, Yoko? I think so. Okay. I think we have to trade off here and just let's start with uh, these are only two games you've played, right? Yeah. So Good, me too. Okay, <laughs> that's why I said we're gonna like do an interview. We're gonna fuck shit up. <laughs> New Super Mario Brothers two. How far are you? You say? Uh, I have not played the first castle, but I'm right there. And I was okay. I was playing, waiting for Rachel. In, in the bus station, and I haven't gotten back to it because of the other game I've been playing. But I hope to remedy that this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so not to the first castle yet. What, what do you think so far? It's like the same. Like, you've it kind of really talked is. about it. You've <laughs> talked about it before, and you're like, it's kind of the same. And it, it really yeah. is. Um, John and Evo have blatantly made that aware to me, and I'm kind of sad now. And I'm like, yeah, they're right. Yeah, I, even I've played New Super Mario Bros. 2 somewhat, and yeah, it is very much the same. It's not, like, it's not, it's not inherently bad. Right. No, it's, it's not, not inherently mean, anything new either. But it, I like I'm just of, glad I, like, I, I gamefly like the game as opposed to putting down 40 bucks for it. I'll just say that. Yeah, I I figured I, I I'm a collector too, so I do want to own these games. Right. right. And I, I was gonna wait, and then I just looked at like Mario Kart DS, which was almost a launch title for the DS, and I'm like, that's still full price. I might as well get this now. Mm-hmm. It's always gonna be this high. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hate how inherently easy these games have gotten. More than anything, if they were still the same but had some difficulty curve. And you know, but I, what? I'm, I'm gonna stop you there because I'm just like, I've after playing New Super Mario Brothers and New Super Mario Brothers Wii, and playing New Super Mario Brothers Two, I don't like the system so far in the New Super Mario Brothers games. It's too floaty. It's very, it's very brawl to Super Mario Brothers Three's melee in a sense. Mm-hmm. Just, I know you that is an interesting this, comparison. I know you yeah. said this, but I don't really. I've never really had difficulty playing them. Is uh, okay it's compared not to like difficult. Sonic? No, is, is that the problem? That the it's problem? just like it's so basic. It's so sterile, really. Mm-hmm. It's just too safe. It's just where is? Okay, I understand. I would rather the new Super Mario Brothers saga be done like how Retro Studios did Donkey Kong Country Returns. That was, was different. very smart. There was a lot of risks taken, but there was just a whole lot of personality in the games. But and the new don't Super Mario work. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. No. no but New Super Mario Brothers 2 and New Super... Well, the whole New Super Mario series is just so so sterile. Mm-hmm. And so... like Not weak. sterile in the sense oh. that it can't have kids because it has. Yeah, it's very, very much had kids. They're yeah, called wah. toads. Oh, no. Wow, 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 wow. But, oh, uh, Yoko, have you gotten the golden flower? Um, no, not yet. The golden flower is amazing. Well, I'm, I've seen footage of the golden flower, so it does it does look amazing. And I've played the game, like all of the worlds too, even the two that you got to do like bullcrap to get to. And I think I got the flower maybe three times, and I think oh, that's, that's a strange. And I'm like, that's great. Sometimes it's in those little blocks that uh, like go between like mushroom flower, gold flower, you know, like star. Oh yeah, those little, those little random blocks. But I never got one on any of those. Uh, I, but like I was saying, the easiness of it, and I don't think I don't think it was a problem as much in the Wii version. But there are so many one ups; it's stupid. I should not finish a game and have two hundred lives. Wow. Here's another. Uh, you know the way to 
to drain your lives like a, I don't know, difficult levels. Yeah, uh, you know the red coins. Yes. I noticed this in the Wii game, and now it's like really bothering me now. Uh, the red coins, if you notice, whenever they pop up, whenever you have the option to get them, uh, you either get a power-up, and a power-up in the sense, if you're small, you'll get like a flower yep. uh, or a leaf. Yep. Are back. And the leaf's cool, by the way. That's neat mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. It's not new, but it's like, cool, I can fly again, so that's neat. Uh, and then you got, you'll get a one-up if you're big. So if you're big, there's no reason to get them, because you already have 100 lives. Yeah. So that really pisses me off. I like get the red coins and I'm like trying to get them and then I get to the sixth one. I'm like, what am I doing? There's no point to this. And then I'll stop and run. Just keep running. But that really bothers me. Like I'm like, why why is this a thing? Why is this a function in the game? Like if there were the red coins like in Yoshi's Island where they give you a bonus item or something. Honestly, yeah. the only difficulty in this game are like finding the big coins. Like if you bother yeah. me. Yeah. And that's not difficulty. That's more tedium. Yeah, that's tedium. Honest. But it's something to do. It's not yeah. the regular. It's 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 the getting the 100%, unlocking the final levels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Well, and it's what? not like the 3D is, you know, specifically designed for the game or, you know, any other really 3D specific features. I mean, you have I guess some street pass stuff, some DLC stuff, but it almost feels like it didn't have to be on 3DS if it really needed to be you know you, you you every time we talk about 3ds games you like bring up the 3d and i'm like oh yeah like i never turn it on anymore like i didn't yeah. turn it on once this whole game well and i know you know game developers are starting to go away from that and it's, it's a fine system without it to be sure oh yeah like i'm not saying the game was bad because it didn't utilize 3d it's just right, something that i don't even think about it anymore I'm like oh yeah this thing has 3d mm-hmm. yeah um I'm, you know, I'm getting new super mario brothers u for the launch of wii u really soon and i think i'm doing that really only because that's a game that they're really designing like all the wii's where well, the wii u's features around you know all the right. miiverse stuff and all that and i really want to see how they integrate that and all yeah it's still going to be the same stuff but right. also it, it's it's hd mario and that's pretty cool <laughs> that is pretty that's cool true. that's so i don't true. care i don't know i I'm, I'm I'm holding out hope that maybe they've heard a little bit of the cries for it, so hopefully we'll see more difficult levels, but I just don't see how they can really do that with the system they have right now. You know what I want? I want just a more reason to keep playing. Give me a story. Give me a good story for once. Mm-hmm. It's getting really stupid when it's... And I know they've been doing it for years, but then we get like a Paper Mario game in between where get, Peach getting kidnapped is not the main focus and it's a cool side thing. Mm-hmm. That was really surprising Super Paper Mario when she actually joined your party. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Thousand Year Door, it's not the it's not the main focus. Just write some. It doesn't have to be anything super fancy. Sonic stories haven't been like stellar lately, but it's just something that keeps it going. Well, the I last few have almost like, started the same way in a way. Like, yeah. th- here's a letter, and everyone is gathering together, okay. and it's and then oh no, the Koopa kids, <laughs> and like an arm comes from the ship, and oh oh oh, everyone's thrown away, and all this like it's. I almost least, think they all blur together in a way. They do, and it, it's like at least when like Galaxy come out, there's this grandeur and crazy yeah. ships. I mean, it's but yeah, with these games have been coming out more frequently lately. It's all that happens in the beginning. I'm like, well, yeah, it's almost like the, yeah, they phone in know. the beginning part of the story. Yeah, I do something different. Mm-hmm. Make Luigi a central focus. That's all I want. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. You, you gotta wait for like Mansion. You gotta wait for Mansion. You, you could do one of two things, really. I mean, you could almost make it so uh, Mario Brothers are almost on the attack. It's just like, or they 
at the, at the very beginning, they stop Bowser from stealing Peach, and then they actually go to chase him down and go, dude, don't, don't do this. Not cool. There are these or, really two kingdoms, really cool, like, these two, whoa, these two kingdoms are at war. And they're really cool and unique, and it, I don't know, there's so much depth to it that the RPGs go into that I wish the main series would go into. And, it and Mario's really running through the battlefields as can- cannonballs are launched from Bowser's airship, and it's like Bunker Hill. Oh, no, wait, that's Assassin's Creed 3. Speaking yeah. of which... Uh, We've uh, been playing. Uh, I thought you were trying to talk about Castle Crashers. <laughs> Not yeah. necessarily. That game's neat. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've I'll, started I'll be playing. I'll be playing New Super Mario Bros. 2 more this weekend. After I finish Assassin's Creed 3, now, I'm on sequence 11 out of 12. So I'm pretty far. And they, the game has even said, like, you're in the home stretch, Desmond. Like, okay, I, I get it. We're, we're getting close here. Um, and it actually just came off. You know, Desmond has playable missions, a few of them, in this game because, you know, he's more of a central focus. It's supposedly the conclusion good. of the trilogy. Just got off, like, a great, great Desmond level. It's the one that had to be done. Um, and it's it's just fantastic. I want to say this. This is barely a spoiler, so don't get upset uh, when I start. Uh, Nick uh, brought up this gag way when I started playing these. Uh, Desmond has a white hoodie on, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, dude, dude, at the end, he's going to put the hood up. <laughs> and there's a point where you, there's a Desmond section, and they talk about how we're going to disguise ourselves. And he's yep. like, well, that's easy. And he puts his hood, hood up. up. And I, was, <laughs> I was just... Just like Nick, <laughs> <Someday> you're right. <laughs> no, the Desmond sections are really enjoyable, uh, especially the one after Sequence Ten. If you've played it, you know it is. If there was a level I would play from that game over and over, it'd be that one. It's you can. I, I know you can, but like it, it's awesome. I'll, I'll just that say that. Other selection on your emails that I couldn't figure out because it's not an option <laughs> until you do one. I'm yeah. like, what is this? No button does anything. <laughs> Um, the game overall, we got to start talking about how it takes forever to really get going. Yeah. And there is a big twist at the end of sequence three, which I did not know about. You knew about, we're not going to spoil it because someone spoiled it for me. And I was like, Oh, but it didn't like kill it. Cause I was like, Oh, I want to see how that happens. It's not one that like, Oh, I never would have seen that coming. It's not one of those ones, but with, I didn't think they'd do something like that. Yeah, with, with the narrative and how they set it up, um, it was really enjoyable. It had a great payoff, and it really sets up the rest of the game as far as the narrative. I, think I like that you hear Desmond go, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it totally breaks. Desmond's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then pulls out of it. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was cool. It was cool. Um, the narrative, the story has been really enjoyable. You know, certain things like... You know, and this has been a, a gripe of different you know, reviewers. It takes to sequence six out of twelve before your you know adult Connor, mm-hmm. and because like the game just keeps stretching out its tutorial. I liked uh, I liked when it was Connor as a kid growing up. I really enjoyed that kind yeah. of progression. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, it was all, it was really authentic what they do with you know the communicating in that language. You know, was it Mohawk or? Whichever it was, the specific yeah. language for their tribe, uh, very authentic. And although 
later in the game when they're you know referring to that stuff and then they drop names and I'm not gonna really like say it because like you know spoilers and all that but like you know Roton Hakeedon and then then English name (laughs) it's it's distracting I'm glad that they just like no you're Connor Like thank thank you. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like <laughs> thank you for that. I mean, so let me let me let me talk a little about this because sure. I've just gotten upset with the game at this point. I keep trying. I get in spurts where I'm having fun, oh. and I've come to the conclusion where I'm like, I'm not having fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nick points out the control. Well, let me start with the 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 psych first three sequence thing. That was out of, that was out of nowhere. That was. Raiden-esque. I don't think anybody knew about that. No, I, I don't think anyone did either, yeah. They did a really good job of hiding that. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. And not that it was bad, but okay. I have to point out that I hold Assassin's Creed 2 with so much regard. It is totally my top five games. No question. I just The open freedom, the doing whatever I want, the collectibles, it was great. 2 is still the best in the series. We'll just throw I, it down right there. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw that down now. Okay, in the first three sequences, it is so restricting. Mm-hmm. Can't do anything. There's no viewpoints. That is like the first thing I do when I get in a new area. I'm like, okay, this mission's over here. I'm going to get every viewpoint in between. Fill out the map, grab, yep. Fill out the map, get all these treasure chests in between. It's it's awesome. I like waste an hour doing things that I need to do anyway. And like to buy things and to get these, get all those pages at the end of the game, which... Oh God, Yoko! You gotta tell me now. Do I gotta get all those stupid pages in this game? No, because I did all of them in Boston. And I'm like, what's the goddamn point? Thank There's you, no point. So don't do it. Thank you. Uh, Until you do a completionist run, of course. But you know, whatever. I'm probably not gonna. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude. Either. I'm not having fun anymore. No, I, I'm, I'll, I'll get to what I think about that too. I kind of agree with you. Okay, Nick points out he's heard the controls. And the interface are terrible. Yeah, uh, they told me press triangle to shoot the gun in this one mission in the beginning, and I just did it, and I didn't think about it, and then I picked up a gun and I needed to shoot, shoot somebody. I'm like, how do I do that? And there's no interface for it. And I'm like, well, like I could not figure out how to shoot the gun. Can so we talk die. about the combat and how it's notably worse it's than it's much been? Worse. It's much worse. Like, I don't know they. Decided to change everything. A lot of the tutorial stuff, like they tell you once, and sometimes it's up on the screen for like too short, so it doesn't really sink in, even if you try to do it. Like you know, a lot of the complaints that you know Assassin's Creed and the ca- the combat is just been like, oh, you just wait for the counter and then you kill. Well, yeah, that's actually pretty great because definitely in Brotherhood and Revelations, that's how it starts. But then you go chain kill, chain kill, chain kill. And you can get that to a point in Assassin's Creed 3, but when you counter, I find myself more often than not, like, you counter and then, like, oh, I'm going to throw you away. And, like, that's not yeah, what I want to do. I'm like, do. no, you double blade his neck. Seriously. And then sometimes, like, when I'm trying to do that, I'm, like, maybe pressing square at the same time they're attacking. But then more often than that, I either get hit or sometimes I actually do the correct counter kill mm-hmm. and then there have been instances where i somehow trigger a cinematic you know kill where it's like i'm killing a couple guys at the same time the combat just 
does not make None. as much sense as it used to. They're None like of press- the buttons, yeah. any of the functions don't make, they're not easy. They all just feel like no button, like, you know what I mean? It like nothing works like it, you feel like it should. Yeah, you, you, just, you used to be able to like, you know, kick an enemy who had like really big, like the big enemies in this game, the grenadiers and the captains with the sword and all that. Used to be in Brotherhood and Revelations, you'd press X, you'd kick and break their defenses, and then they're 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 fine. But now it's like, oh, X to weapon swipe, and if they happen to not block it, you just knock them on the ground after swiping them, and you you know down stab to kill them. But then someone's attacking your ass, and you get hit anyway. Yeah, I've gotten like attacked during attacks more than I've ever. Had. I feel it's, like I'm getting weld on yeah. every time I'm in a group. So yeah, after after all that restriction was done, I was Connor for a while, little kid Connor. And then I go off in the wild, and this is this is like two hours when I had the most fun in this game when I was Connor in the wild mm-hmm. because it's viewpoints. There's like animals you can hunt, and it goes in your logbook. And I was just like hunting for two hours, and I had a blast. And then I got in the city. Everything in the city sucks. I'm, not, I'm just going to be blunt. <laughs> Nothing works right in the city. Um, the stealth is just shit. I can't. The stealth I can't, is awful. It's fucking terrible. You can't, if you get seen, you're like, okay, I need to hide. You need to run from the guys. And you're like, oh, there's four guys in this path I'm running to. Oh, there's four more behind them. Oh, there's four more over here. And then there's 50 guys chasing you. I've and there's been nowhere inco- to hide. Dude, I've been incognito running through the streets. And there has been, like, nobody that I bumped into. I didn't make a scene. But you kind of have to run. It encourages free running. But I'm just running in the streets, minding my own business. I'm incognito. I don't have any notoriety, which I like how they improve the notoriety. It's actually not that bad in this game. It's really easy to get rid of. So good oh, job like, after the improvement. No, because no, then I got to not be caught anymore. And I'm caught. I'm like, okay, now I got to get away. And it won't let me rip posters down. It's just like, no, you're going to have to kill all 50 guys. Right, right. And you can start maybe it's, tearing okay. posters down, but it's, you're at level three. So it's they're going to. better than it was in Revelations, though. My point is, I'm running by these guards, minding my own damn business, and suddenly they're chasing me right off the bat. And I'm incognito. I'm like, no. Why? I, I disagree with that it's better in Revelations. Because hmm. I can just... I got to get away to get my uh, notoriety down. I, like, you're going to have to kill everybody or run for 20 minutes. Or just intentionally die. Because there's, because there's thank no... God, thank God for the restart at last checkpoint option. Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so also in two... Missions are very fun, very simple. Honestly, I think a lot of things with three that I don't like just come down to simplicity. Yes. Because uh, there's like, okay, you do this mission, you got to do it this way. There's a mission, and I'm, I've known several people who had this problem with this mission. So we got to free these sets of slaves. And you'll get to the last set of slaves, and you don't know how to free them. And then you die, or they catch you. They can't look at you. If they catch you, you have to start it all over. And I like did that for yeah. two days. The one, you know, the one catch, you know, instant fail for a game that is not doing stealth well. Plus the damn eavesdrop missions that can go suck a fat one. Mm-hmm. They need to stop. Like uh, there's one as you know the beginning character that you play as, and you have to you know follow 
you know, and eavesdrop, and then you have to steal the map, and he's like, oh, I should take care of these cannons first. And, like, I'm getting to the point with this game where I'm trying to breeze through. I, I'm, and I don't yeah. give a damn about the optional, um, the optional requirements or whatever to do full synchronization because I'm thinking, what's the point? If you want to yeah. complete the game 100%, yes, you're, you're going to need it. But the fact that you know Nick points out he's absolutely right. There's no crouch button, mm-hmm. even more you know part of the fail. Um, I like the improvement generally with the free running, and you just have to hold R, and it won't fling you off edges just because you're trying to you know do jumps that you can't make and all. But it's execution at certain points when you're trying to run and chase down a certain antagonist. And try to tackle him, and he's gonna throw people in your way. I don't know if you've gotten this far. No, but you have to you have, you have to tackle this guy, and like he, you know, he's ducking around corners and all, and you're running. But then it's like, I'm Connor. I'm gonna run up a wall. Oh god, like, I accidentally like, run up a wall so many times. Like it's. Awesome. So I know that's always been a thing, though. But I feel like it's happening a lot more now. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff in uh, Brotherhood and Revelations that I didn't like as much. Brotherhoods, I. Well, I, I no, I dislike this one more. Like even now, I'm like no, like I liked Brotherhood the le- the least mm-hmm. because of its like, like long missions and stiff requirements. And I'm like, well, this is the team that made two specifically, so they're not yeah. gonna do any of that. They're doing everything that I didn't like in those it's, games. So many missions that are just like, why am I doing this? Like uh, some of the big, you know, like the narrative I think is great aside from the moments where it's like, oh, this part in the Revolutionary War. Connor helped with that. I've so, heard that a lot. Like, like the tea party. They really shoehorn it. him a lot. Like, okay, the tea party mission sucks. Yeah. So well, much. I found, that, I found that generally doable. Like, it's like, okay, I'm caught, but at least there's only two guys and I'll just kill him and I'll blow him up. I don't know up. if you've gotten the part where it's. God, which part is it? Maybe it's Bunker Hill or. No, it's not Bunker Hill. There's a part where you have. You have to con- command three troops. Three troops, not one million troops. Three troops. Um, and you're on your horse because this character has given you the order to command his troops out of nowhere because you're just this random stranger. But you have to be on your horse and go back and forth between these three sets of troops. And horse riding is a piece of shit in this game. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. The horse is the worst. I've How many times have I just gone like, why horse? Why? And I want to just get off they the horse. They have a sprint I... level. They, like, slow down. Yeah. And it's worse than the carrots in, like, Legends of <laughs> Yeah. The, the horse sucks. And I wanted to get off, but apparently you have to be on the horse to command these troops to fire. And that mission sucks. There's a lot of missions that are just not fun. And it's getting to the point... My main thing with the game right now is that there are so many things you can do in this game... It's an accomplishment with how much they stuffed in this game on this generation. Like, they're really pushing it to the max. But, man, this is a game that really should have been saved for next generation. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, actually think of what you can do because, you know, with general gameplay and what makes it fun. I want to know if they play tested any of these controls. I don't know, yeah. I mean, the game I think is is really good. I think some of the, you know the eight the eight eight point five reviews. I think it's fair, but we you know, hold it to a high standard because two is the pinnacle of the series, and 
this is was promised to be a revolution, no no pun intended, maybe pun absolutely intended, a revolution in the series and it's so not living up to that hype. Story-wise, maybe I've almost I've almost got to the point where I'm just about to watch it on YouTube. I cannot believe I'm even thinking that with how much I've been like wanting this game and how much I love Tube, and I'm like, I don't fucking well, like playing here's this. Here's what I'm doing. You know, there are you know side missions after side missions. There are naval combat, which is some people love it, but I think it's a goddamn chore. I think it's neat. It's it's we'll done. Go beyond it, that. It, it's done well for you know other games that have tried to implement it, but it's still awkward to move that big lumbering ship around. They have so many things with the hunting and the page like, collecting and the feathers I like the, again. I like the hunting. I yeah. killed beavers for like 20 minutes. <laughs> makes oh no. <laughs> but there's so much to do and I find myself blowing past it entirely. Yeah. It's, I don't think... I am doing the bare minimum I just can't to get through the story. Series because one's in the series. What's <laughs> <laughs> fucking pissed me I off. I just want to see how the narrative resolves itself to the point that the homestead upgrading your homestead is confusing as hell. I don't. Yeah, I have not done that at all. I've not upgraded weapons. I still have the same stupid Tomahawk as I started with because there's really no point. There's like all the elements of two are in this game, but they're all bad. They're all worse, confusing or bad. It ends with what's the point with all the things that you do. You can, you can hunt things. Absolutely. But is there really a point aside from just filling out your log or selling these things for meager amounts of money? Oh, I did everything in two and I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I like platinum too. I loved it so much in this game. I'm like, man, fuck. I just want to see what happens. You, you can raid forts because places are under Templar control. This was required in certain games. It sure as hell isn't in three. At least it isn't with two sequences left. You know, revelations had a bunch of dumb extra like, mechanics but i thought revelations was really good like i'm like cool i enjoy taking forts down and i enjoy building up my brotherhood and it all works ignore the hell out of bombs and you know the all the bomb shit was stupid yeah it's like well i got these double blades and they kill everything so why would i need anything else i'm really point is to try to wrap this up because i think we could just talk on for just how disappointing it is there's a really good article on Kotaku. It's called, How Has Assassin's Creed 3 Disappointed Me? Let Me Count the Ways. It's written by Kirk Hamilton. Uh, give that a read. Definitely. If, if you're you know really feeling iffy about the game. Uh, Definitely watch it. I think Especially if you've come so far and it watch def- what the hell happens. It's definitely worth a rent just to see the accomplishment. Although, you know, certain things like when they do camera pans and you have like a really close tree pass by and it's rendered terribly so it looks like a 16-bit tree leaf. That's terrible. I don't think the game... I think the game has so much to look at it isn't even graphically like... It's graphically impressive, but I don't like looking at it. I don't know how to explain yeah, it. Two is really simple, and the buildings are pretty as hell. In this game, I'm you just like... You can say shit. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. No, I've already said it like eight times. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's move on. I'm so excited. I, I'm so. I'm Actually, after this podcast, I'm going to keep playing it because I want to see the ending, and I'm really excited. But Axel Ryko says, so this might win biggest disappointment for game of the year? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And this is weird when I said, you know, I think the game might be game of the year before I actually played it during our Yomacon panel. 
Mm-hmm. That's weird to me. <laughs> oh, wow. 20 hours change everything. Seriously. Well, we would have mail time, but we decided that this would uh, you know, be really last minute with schedules working the way that they did. So if we We're talk like, about... holy crap, Friday works. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So we don't have... We have maybe half an hour left. We can talk about some Yomacon here. Um, Super, you doing okay? Yeah, I'm just I'm just over here. I've I've you been play, looking at stuff. You playing with the toothbrush again? I I, I did earlier okay. actually. <laughs> this is an earlier thing that only Excel knows. Okay, so Yomacon. It was really fun because of the people that were there. Yeah. Yes. Convention itself actually kind of sucked, to be honest. Um, I, I hope it, as I, it convention as it as it was run. Panels were good. All the panels I went to were basically fun. I didn't regret going to a single one. I regretted the fact. I, I don't regret this. I just am angry that um, it was run so poorly. To be honest, this is no a pity episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't care. Um, oh, neither. <laughs> no, there having no schedules available until you know Friday after five o'clock is unforgivable. You have an entire year to get this stuff done. You had the schedule basically um, all finalized and put online. Last minute. Okay, we got to go through step by step how much of a stress ball Yomacon was. First of all, for those that went, I hope that if it was your first time, you had a great time. And I hope it Me wasn't too. something that you regretted doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we can only apologize on behalf of the Yomacon people that you know it wasn't anything that we had to do with it, but because they won't apologize to you, we'll apologize for them if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'm sure none of it was intentional. I don't well, know how the schedule thing happened. That's well, the yeah, worst we, thing. The thing is, like, we couldn't predict any of that. Like, if we had any inclination of like things that would happen that would go so poorly. Like, we would have tried giving you guys a heads up, but, you know, hopefully those that went, you know, had a really good time, at least, you know, with the people and the company and all that. And just the so, atmosphere. I know, I know next year I'm going to be a lot more prepared. I mean, like, I thought this year, it's like, ah, I don't need to bring anything. We've got a whole bunch of smidges coming, et cetera, et cetera. Nope. <laughs> and then, like, everyone's just like, I didn't bring anything. I thought you were going to bring something. I thought you were going to bring something. Now, now and, we're going to have 20 Wii's next year. <laughs> and then the, you, yeah. Yeah, the year before, we had, like, too much stuff. Yeah, we had way too uh, much stuff. I had a TV as well that I brought with me and all this other fun stuff. But first of all, okay, so we're all stressing start. so badly on Thursday when we hear through social media that, you know, we had planned, you know, certain hotel rooms were established. You know, we had some overlap people. And we're like, yeah, it's it's an event at a hotel. Yeah, it's no problem. Have one or two people stay in the room. It's It'll be fine. It's, it's pretty, you know, standard fare for a convention like that. Well, the hotel inside the Renaissance Center apparently told the convention people the day of and did not communicate this ahead of time, that they would be capping the rooms at four apiece, in that when you would check in, you would have to write down the names of the only four people allowed to stay in your room, and they would get wristbands. That we I should have And you have to leave it on for four days. I showered with mine. Seriously, yeah. It was grody and disgusting. And you would not be able to board the elevators without showing security that was there your wristband. 
Which they were very loose with it, because come the hell on. The whole tower was full. I think on Friday and Saturday nights, they were a little more blah with it, but Super totally stayed in my room (laughs) for this night. I was like, yep, uh uh-huh, I'm going to totally, I just walked in. This is the day day of, and I get a call from Darkrai while I'm at work, and I'm like, I don't know what I can tell you. I'm at work, and this is pretty shitty, but... Well, I mean, we we figured it out ultimately. You know, we had some extra sminges stay in our house because we're only a, you know, thirty forty minute drive away. You know, the the dojo here, and <laughs> uh, you know, Joel fortunately got a hotel room for Friday and Saturday nights at the hotel across the street. That was apparently not a backup hotel because it may, I guess maybe it's because they didn't give like a special discount or whatever, but. Yomakon lists like a couple hotels as backup hotels, you know, a couple months ago. And the one that's right across the street where everything is happening, connected by a walkway, is not among the that's hotels. That's beautiful. Listed. I didn't know that. Like, oh, I didn't. that's stupid. But you know, My friend that... stayed at one and it was like a freaking nice suite though. So I was like, oh, fuck. Like, here's the thing. The first night they showed us the room via camcorder. And then you said that... A lot of people were staying with you. I'm like, I don't want to stay in this room. <laughs> I want to go hang out at Yoko's house or in that suite. Yeah. So but eventually, we were just so tired, we just kind of just fell asleep. Yeah, we were like trying to do things, and me and Super were like, let's go to bed. Yeah. Thursday. That was Thursday. That was the line. We stayed in line. The line is stupid because there's like one desk of people, one table with maybe four people handing out badges. And the whole 70-floor tower is full of people. So yeah, you is, can guess how Friday, the big, Friday the big day, yeah. You guys got your badges when? Yeah, we got them on the in line for three and a half hours. Yeah, we waited in line Thursday and we got ours, but I wanted to hang out with some of you guys. So yeah. I pretty much stood in line with people Friday just to hang out with them. Well, same here. Yep. I mean, Sorty and I, we had our panelist badges. We didn't have to wait long for that at all. You know, Except they got them at 11 or so. And yeah. so we we hung out in line anyway because you know the same kind of thing. Okay, a three and a half hour wait for people who pre-registered is unacceptable. The fact that Especially they lumped, when... the fact that they lumped everyone, you know, that is, you know, people who pre-ordered for regular badges and platinum badges, platinum badges where you paid upwards of double what those who bought regular badges did, waiting in the same line to also wait for three and a half hours, unforgivable. Especially because the people who didn't pre-register, their line was really tiny. Yeah. About a half an hour wait. Yeah. And it, it makes you know, sense that one. You know, maybe like $10, $15 more than a, pre, you know, a, a three-day normal pre-registration badge. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Top I, that I, I, off with the fact that you had mentioned already that they did not have programs Printed. They didn't have programs. They didn't day. have all the platinum stuff that we paid extra for. And I didn't get like, my stuff at all. I got my shirt, and I couldn't use the maid. I couldn't do the maid cafe because WTFP <laughs> was at the Kobo. Yep. During the same period of time, you know, when there weren't any schedules. So when WTFP, like, I talked to people like in lines and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, I wanted to go with that because you know Pokemon. And then like I didn't see them there, and I actually ran into another uh, uh, two people that I was talking in line with for a long t- period of time. They were going to go to WTFP, and I talked to them and like, he's like, well, we didn't know where it was. And the other girls was like, yeah, we asked some of the people at the Kobo, and they said there weren't any panels there. That, yeah, that, that and I'm pisses just, me I'm off. Like, the whole to- the whole Kobo situation is awful. Because 
those who are coming in from out of state, they don't know what the hell Cobo Hall is. I know what Cobo Hall is because I live in the Metro Detroit area. I didn't need a map, but those who come in from out of state, they need maps. Maps that are printed out in programs. Not only that, but they had planned Cobo Hall to be an expansion one year ago. Yeah. And yet, Cobo was not adequately adequately prepared at all they did not have the appropriate signs to show you these are where the panels are and this is where the dealer room is it's more of like a free-for-all go find it out yourself kind of thing and we got people we got i was so surprised i was happy but i was like how the hell did you find this place the staff did not know what they were talking about like you said a lot of the staff that was working there did not even know that there were panels there there were six panel rooms at Kobo, there were five in the Renaissance Center. There's six panel rooms for the as bigger far, events in Kobo Hall. As far Hall. as I know, too, audio issues with all of them. We had oh, audio yeah. issues with WTFP, which was a bummer. But he, Yoko just had to hold the microphone above the laptop. Fucking okay. sucks. Awful, fucking sucks. And then we go to the Naruto spoof a bridge panel with uh, Lil Kribo sound and work. They fucked with that for like uh, 35 minutes. And uh, that's like... Team fucking four star. The whole room is filled. This whole big hall, and they're like, oh, same audio issues. I'm like, really? For this, you wouldn't even have it ready. Mm. Look, I mean, we got there 40 minutes before our panel started. After looking online to see that, oh, panel C, what we knew, we get to Kobo, and it's like, it's really like W262. Nobody knows that shit, because no one has... A program. Mm-hmm. So we get there 40 minutes ahead of time and the door's locked. Like, are you kidding me? We had to wait for someone to unlock the door for us. And then we get set up and then we find out the technical problems. We're doing technical problems for half an hour when we should not have been. Mm-hmm. And it still well, didn't work out in the end. No, it, it really didn't. We had to you know, blast it through the computer and hold it up because the center channel of audio was just missing. Like, mm-hmm. not even... There in the playback. It's terrible. Phil and I put so much work into that, and it really sucks that it did not pay off that way. Yeah. I think I think the content of that panel and our panel, you know, that'll be a whole other thing we get to, just how it's early in the morning, whatever. I think our content was really good. It's just the execution of the convention itself, not so much. Yeah. I think one of my main problems was, you know, actually going over the schedule later, and I'm just like, there's a lot of times where, like, with all the panels that was that were there, nothing's like, going on for like a long time, and then everything happens at once. That is exactly what I was about to say. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. And I'm just like, where, where's the point in this? I'm like, well, there's nothing to do till 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah. I'm there. Yeah. That is a big thing. It's just like I didn't know what I was doing for hours at a time because it was like there's no panels here that are going on. There's like two here and two here, just uh, and they're all just kind of blase panels. And then they have uh, Wachow, which is a big internet personality panel, and then they have Team Four Star going on at the same time, mm-hmm. which is a big internet personality panel. And I'm just like, why would you have those at the same time? I want to yeah. go to both of these things. Yep. And another one was, you know, had to go to, like, Team Four Star in the... In the regular building, and then we had to go to the Kobo, like, two hours later. Yeah, Yeah, Nick's Nick's absolutely right. I mean, the year before, it was panel to panel to panel to panel to panel. Yep. And not so much this year. Yeah. 
Last year it was last year it was like after all the panels we were just like okay we're done with the panels <laughs> let's go to our room and hang out this time it was everyone just trying to make the best of the what time there was where there wasn't any good panel to go to yeah, and then all the and, logistics to try to meet up it was it was mm-hmm. crazy like Still nothing can. nothing happened Thursday and Friday. Saturday was gone as soon as it started. Yeah. And Sunday there was some stuff, but everyone was going home Sunday anyway. So mm-hmm. it was like, do some things Friday. I know Thursday, like, we, I would have done our panel on Thursday. Like, I would have had no qualms with that again if it wasn't, like, butt-fucking-early like it was that one year. But <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, yeah. at the start of everything. No one's going to go to that. Everyone's yeah. on. But if it was, like, Thursday night, that would have been cool because nothing else is going on. Yeah, I guess. But we get – so Saturday – uh, the Show Me Your News panel, it's against that guy with the glasses. <laughs> and it's at it's noon. No like, no one's doing anything at noon. You guess how many people showed up. If you're listening, you're probably there. Just so that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. We filled a quarter of the room. Hey, that guy. Ultima- that ultimately talk, half, If you're I listening think. to this, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you for keep talking. Get your own panel. <laughs> he did, uh, Dude. That guy who kept talking did have his own panel. He was the panel after ours. Well, we should have went to his panel <laughs> and talked to him during his. Mm-hmm. It was about He's electronic actually... music, so you just would have been like, fuck. No, I like, I liked what I liked what he had to say. I think he just said too much of it. Like, dude, like two girls left. I'm like, damn it. They were cute too. Yeah. I, I did like the football. I think I liked how people were in, engaging with the the content and all that. So that was, that was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked playing to an audience. I enjoyed it, but I did, do wish we had a better turnout. Yeah, yeah I, I, it was I totally agree. Playing playing to the audience was definitely the most fun I had the entire convention. It was thought, just actually our panel. It was just having just so much fun up there. I thought it's, I was nervous, time. but it was a blast. Good. I'm glad to hear that. And we'll we'll plan better for next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the well, that's about it. Then Saturday we woke up and we pretty much wrapped up and left. Uh, also, Sunday. you guys who went, I couldn't find you the whole trip, and I was super sad <laughs> Sunday. I was bummed out as hell Sunday. I'm like, super didn't have his fucking phone. Oh my god! <laughs> what 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 was with that guy? Dude, <laughs> that was the his worst. Phone. Like I hooked super Saturday, and I'm like, dude, we didn't play one video game together. <laughs> No, we didn't. <laughs> I'm like, you suck. Well, we, we had that, like, two hours where we were just hanging out in the game room and stuff. Oh, yeah, I beat you at whatever Wave Race game that... That that, that one where you literally removed me from the game. That was, and... that was, that was the highlight of the trip. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, we're playing, we're having a good time, we're on the final run, and it's, it's not Hydro Thunder, it's H2 Overdrive. Mm-hmm. And we're going, and Tony gets this boost and hits my my uh, car, my boat, and car. <laughs> Cars. And I go flipping through the air, and I'm just like, this is what happens in the game. You flip through the air and get back. But I just kept going after a while, and then I just pass through a wall, and everything turns gray around me. I can see a little bit of the city backdrop, but I'm just <laughs> flying into the land of no return. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, good lord. Like, that's the, Tony, that's Tony the only time I've ever messed with Super at anything. 
was that he literally had to remove me from the game. And not only did I best him, I totally screwed him so bad. <laughs> By the time the game realized I was not, I was no longer a part of the level, it so. popped me back. I'm in a dead halt, and I see Tony off in the like freaking sunset. I'm like, well, <laughs> this is gonna be something. It's fun. What I wanted to say about that game though is Nate really wanted to play it, and every time we were in the game room, someone else was playing. It. <laughs> the game was freaking fun. But yeah, uh, all the Sminjas kind of split up. They were either at Kobo or the Ren Center opposite to where I was every time. Like They went to go see Wreck-It Ralph, and I'm with Yoko. I didn't want to go see a movie that I could go see any time. No, I, 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 I guess you know some people were saying, like, oh, it was really good to see with you know, a bunch of you know nerds who get the references and all that. And I, I can understand that, but I think there's just so much more to do. At a convention, just at least spending time with everyone else instead of just like stay, you know, sitting and looking at a screen. I don't know. Yeah. Although it's apparently really good, and so is Skyfall. Apparently, really, really good. Just came out today. Yep. So well, yeah, hype. I had a popcorn, I had a drink, and I had my ticket for like eight dollars at my local uh, local theater to watch Wreck-It Ralph, and I'm just like, yeah, that's just that's good. I saw it with like two of my friends, and it was good. It is a good movie. I just don't see why I need why I needed to see this at Yomacon because I'm just like, yeah, it would have been great to see it with all my friends, but I like to talk during my movies. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah. But that you know, so I, I, I don't do it in the theater very often. And what was great is my friend was actually seeing it for the second time, so I just got to talk. I just leaned over to him and talked to him half the time because we he's already seen it. He's not missing anything. And right. I'm enjoying the movie in my best way I can. When I got bored during the Hunger Games, I just started texting my friend, like, dude, I don't like this part. <laughs> Act 3. I didn't like Act 3 of the Hunger Games. <laughs> There's some stupid shit in Act 3. Anyway, yeah, but I couldn't find you guys. I was seriously bummed out. I think uh, Box of Danger guys were only there, like, Saturday, and then they were, like, gone Sunday morning or something. Yeah, they came in pretty late on on Friday. Yeah, and, and the Dragon Ball stuff, or the Team 4 Star was all going on. He's like, fuck. And it, like, he just texted me, like, sad face. Like, dude, I wish we got to hang out more. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to cry. Because I'm legit, <laughs> like, sad. And I, like, didn't hang out with anybody, I felt I, like. I, I miss you guys. I know. <laughs> yeah, we really didn't. I like I hung out with Sorty the most. And he was in your room, so yeah. Yeah, but I ended up hanging out with Sorty outside of the room most of the time. And it was great, to be honest. But it's just like I didn't hang out with many people. Like the two people I tended to hang out with the most with uh, was Sorty, which surprised me, and Moses, Major <laughs> <laughs> Moses. And that was because he really wanted to play me in melee. And God bless him, he won a match. I I suicided three times out of four, but God dang it, he won that match. Or should I say Jehovah bless him? Nah, I, I think uh, that you know it's mostly because of Kobo. And I, I'm glad that people had a good time. There are, you know, definitely some wishes that it could have gone better. Um, but I'm just glad that you know I got to meet some of these smidges for the first time and give them hugs, and it was good to see them. And I'm glad Play they guitar and karaoke. Yeah, well, that didn't happen to me. How did you guys not get kicked out of that room after I left? I don't know. It was loud. Like they were singing. I'm Holy just, like, I shit! It was loud. That's where I'm like, oh, leave. Uh, Joel, Joel just gave up. Just I don't know. Up. I don't know. Like, I was talking to Super before the show. Like, Wuggles said that we need to hang out not at a convention because there's so much going on. I totally agree. And I'm, and I'm like, I don't know how we'd do that other than going to Yoko's house and camping in his backyard. <laughs> we don't have much of a backyard, like, but hey. You are like the seriously 
the center of most people. This <laughs> is like it's either gonna be, I mean, you're five hours from me or four hours from me, and like five to six hours away from Tony. And I think it was, it was like, just it was stressful, like not only just like getting all the media ready for Yomacon, but I yeah. think I, I still had a lot of stress, just like making sure everyone had a good time and trying to help yeah. with logistics of everything. Like I had people text me just like, yeah, so what's going on? Ass off to like, get everyone like in rooms and stuff. Yeah. So well, I don't know necessarily about to... I don't know necessarily about you know the rooms and stuff, but just to make sure make like sure people had a place to stay when they got there if they couldn't. Yeah. yeah. And we we picked up Charmy like right after I waited about an hour for Rachel at the bus station in a sketchy as hell part of Detroit. Who plans that shit? They don't even have a parking lot for the bus station. I had to park in a Salvation Army lot. I took my stuff with me because I'm like, there might be the chance my car gets stolen from me. I wait an hour in the bus station. That wasn't so bad. Um, and then you know we went out went and picked up Charmy because he was one of those you know carryovers from that night. Um, and then. And then we waited up to like past midnight for the cat bus, which I'm calling the ride with cat uh, XO and Geo. She got pulled over. She, <laughs> so yep. yes. she, got, she got pulled over. We were going 80 and a 70, and I'm the guy who hit 90 and was going slow. Yeah, and like, like that's, that's BS. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, I'm not met glad... Dark Charmy at the table, they like wouldn't tell me their names. Oh, they like fucked with me for like just <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> you should have been able to tell their voices apart. Well, anyway, I'm I'm glad it's over in a way, but I'm also I'm, <laughs> well, ah, dude, dude, like I didn't play any video games for like the last two weeks before that because it was all like videos, and if it wasn't videos, it was That's, school, yeah. and if it wasn't school, it was work, and oh my god, the stress! I'm finally like unwinding. But I'm glad everyone had a good time. I can't wait till next year. We'll see what happens with all the plans and all. And I hope hope we can find some meetup before then. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys right now. Next year, I'm probably going to try and get down probably Wednesday, even Tuesday if I can. I've been thinking about that as well. Yeah. It's just like get there early. Get all the really cool stuff out of the way. Yeah. You know, get uh, just get playing your games together, just yeah. hanging out. Then when the panels hit, we can all just do our thing. Hanging out, feel bad about hanging out. We don't all have to just like rush and get hanging those this thing in hand. in time. That's what she said. There's a party. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Game Grumps better go, <laughs> or, or Kai better go. I remember <laughs> I told Super. I don't. I don't care. I told Super like I probably shouldn't talk about it. But I don't care. Uh, I told Super like I don't. It hasn't. It hasn't hit me that she hasn't come yet. And he's like, dude, you're gonna look at the bed, and you're just gonna feel bad. <laughs> and I got to the room. Super's there with me. I look at the bed. And I'm like, oh. And I look at Super, and I'm like, you weren't here <laughs> in my head when this happened. <laughs> Why are you here? But anyway, now we get to focus on the Show Me Your News Game of the Year awards. Which is a whole like award shows are ruined. <laughs> okay. After what? Oh, after this, the the burge a burged award. Vic Mignogna. Vic Mignogna. No, we have our game of the year award show that we put on, and this weekend I'm going to be posting the categories, and we get our nominations going. 
Oh man, get hype. <laughs> He's so not hyped because he has to do all that editing. <laughs> I'm gonna do so much editing. But I get a couple I get a few weeks of downtime in which I have to finish a final paper for grad school. <laughs> oh shit. I'm about to work Black Friday and all that fun stuff at retail. Yeah. We got musical numbers planned. We have more musical numbers planned, I hope, than last year. We just have to actually write them. <laughs> but yes. Excitement. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. I, 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 heard, I took Tony's <sighs> as like, oh my god, I'm so excited <laughs> for the musical numbers. I No, I can't sing. <laughs> I'm pumped <laughs> to listen to them, but... Want me to perform? That's gonna be bad. Is it's been with every time I've had to record anything for you? It's well, not me just bullshitting on the show. Well, we'll see. Spike, I'm sure is doing the VGAs again. We'll figure that out. Oh God, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get to our YouTube video recommendations as we wrap. There's up. more show. <laughs> there is still more show, but not much. So we have YouTube video recommendation. I'm checked out. I'm going to go to wherever the hell Buzz is. <laughs> My video is John Tron related. Yay. John Tron. Hi! Hey, that shit. Hey, oh, hey, you found that. that shit, shit. Oh, yeah, that. Yep, that. That. What's my history right now? That, that's my YouTube video recommendation. Shit. I ain't having that shit. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. It's a musical number. Oh, yes. Super, what do you got? I have the trailer to the new movie, World War Z. It's awful. I've heard that. It is really bad. And I, I, I'm i looking at this and going, they're really trying to sell this as just, you know, this dramatic zombie movie. And I'm just like, it's it's Brad Pitt versus zombies. And the running zombies. And World War Z, it's supposed to be based off of the book. And in the book, they were shambling but zombies. They're shamblers, not runners. Mm. And they, everyone tries to say. And uh, if you go on Twitter, and if you're following Little Karibo, as you all should be, he actually went into a huge just why they can't, why they should not be runners. I think Simon Pegg also had a really significant write up on it. I am not following Simon Pegg. No, I found I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that in a mean way. I just, I, I am not. This is not something I have done. And I, I it, it's such a bad trailer, too. Hmm. Tony, what about you? <laughs> uh, what's this thing called? Rock Man Holic X Buster promotional video. It's oh, like. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I, I had to go through my entire YouTube history, and it's Gangrums, Gangrums. <laughs> um, yeah, they're do- making a Mega Man album over in Japan, and somebody like animated a promo for it, and it's really badass, and you should go look at it. It is really cool. I recommend that one, too. So we have a song. We have Pitt's uh, Post People Pals, as what I'm calling what Robo the fuck did you point. just say? Brad Pitt's Post People Pals, or uh, otherwise known as World War Z. Okay. Right then. And Are we done? <laughs> it's alliteration. Okay. Can I finish have... Assassin's Creed 3 now? Sure, no. if you want to. <laughs> if you want to play that. I mean, I'm, I'm going to... 
you want to play that Sonic 06, I guess. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna power through right it. Now. But man, I want to know what happens. That's really too. all that I want to see. I'm like, my whole mood is brought down by this. I don't know what you're gonna call this one. <laughs> the bitchiest episode ever. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, on that note and bombshell, it's time to end. With that, I am Yoko. I'm Stuper. I'm Tony. I love you guys. Love you too, man. We're out. See ya. Mm-hmm.